0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and What This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice throw!
1: Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, or even our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. It's a great show coming up today, so make sure you're tuned in the whole way through because we've got a UAE Muay Thai champion, a world champion in kickboxing, a certified coach, and a certified referee joining the show. Haytham Al-Zarouni is joining the show today. And you know what? Something I really like about today's show is getting a perspective from an athlete is one thing, but getting a perspective from a referee who is an athlete is another thing when you can't coach anymore. So I am going to pick his brain on that. His journey is quite remarkable in the sense of how he came from Sharjah to the world stage to be able to develop and enhance a lot of athletes, both on the athletic stage, on the coach stage, and also as a referee. I'm also gonna pick his brain on the power of mindset and also being a family man himself, how he uses um, his beautiful daughter to reset his own journey, which is incredible. So make sure you tune in on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95.
0: This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. Oh, on 95. Oh, he lifts the pilot! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike!
1: Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. It's with great pleasure today I introduce someone who I respect in the industry, a black belt in kickboxing, a certified coach, a certified referee, a UAE Muay Thai champion and a world champion in kickboxing. Hey, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you lot, it's my pleasure to be on your show here.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to have you. Now, Haitham, hey, when I was looking through... MashaAllah, your profile um, is, is, is very, very worthy of being on the show and more. And one of the things I was very interested in was your journey. Uh, when did it start for you?
2: Uh, my journey started uh, in 2004, to be honest, which it was from 16 years ago. And so. that time, I was only 14 years old. And I decided to go through sports because of my big brother, Khaled, who was working out at that time and he took me one time only to the gym and I was asking him, just take me with you, take me with you. And he was afraid to be involved in that part, which he didn't like it that much, I don't know why, but when I go from the first day, I put in my mind, like I will go by myself one day and do something special over there. So it was in 2004.
1: Nice, mashallah. Where where did you grow up uh, Haytham?
2: Uh, I grew up in lovely area, Sharjah called Halwan, which I met amazing friend who they are still with me till now. I uh, used to walk from that area to the gym that's located in the industrial area, yes. the closest in the area to us. Yes. So from there. I met older and experienced people who they helped me to get the knowledge of being a champion in the sport industry.
1: Amazing. It must be something very proud to be growing up in Sharjah and to be able to go on the world stage. Did traveling help you develop your training?
2: For sure. For sure. Traveling helped me to develop my training by meeting new people who they love their lives to reach their goals without complaining about what they are facing and difficulties and kind of difficulties in their careers such as training with them in camps or even for a few days to get experience of being with people who they share same of your goals but having different mindset from yours since they had different lifestyles and communities such as develop my techniques and learn new ways to win battles and go back with a new fight style. Yeah,
1: and I and I love the fact that you still have the same friends that you grew up with in Sharjah, and to be yeah. able to go on the world stage and take them with you, it must be something you're proud of.
2: I'm really proud of that. But to be honest with you, I don't tell them that I go for for fight. I I just I just let them know after I finish the fight because. I, I don't like to put in my mind that somebody is waiting at the stage or somebody is sitting over there and asking me to do something that's not me. For example, he will ask me, do this kind of punch. But no, just leave me alone. After I finish, I will let you know if I win or lose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Do you manage to almost focus and block out any outside interference normally when you're training?
2: Yeah, Yes, kind of, Yeah, most of the time. I do that, that
1: that's excellent and it's something that of course here you know at pulse 95 we're always looking at the different mindsets of champions what's nice about your story is that you're you're one of us and we're one of you you know we're all one in charge and we're able to kind of see someone grow since obviously as you said uh, that long ago when you started with your brother Um, It's something that I'm very interested in. Coming up next, I'm going to be talking to Heitma Zaroun about the power of mindset and what it takes to become a champion on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
0: This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fight! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice try.
1: Welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, Coming Everything Sport, International, Local. Today has a local and an international feel to it because the person that I'm speaking to has a feel of home, which is Sharjah, but at the same time on the world stage, which is international. And that's Haytham Azadun. Welcome to the show.
2: Hey, hello. Thank you.
1: Haytham, hey now, one of the things I, I obsess about when it comes down to different athletes from all around the world is the power of the mindset. Now, the power of the mindset is something we talk about a lot on the show and i like to get as much as possible from the champions like yourself how important has it been for you to use the mixed martial arts mindset in everyday life
2: it's really important to be honest because of if you are lucky be sure that martial arts will make you more humble in your life on other hand it's going to build or increase your confidence by knowing your limits for example, if you were in a situation that bothered you, you will be a more controlled person than others. Because, as I mentioned, you know that your limits and you know your skills. And you know also how can be badly affected if you use it in a wrong way. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And with those, it takes a certain character though, You know, I need to give you a bit more credit. When you become a world champion, you obviously faced a lot of losses to be able to win. When you reach those losses, what goes through your mind to take it to the next
2: level? Uh, first, the question is why I lost. What 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 I did wrong in that situation? Is, my strong is fine. My like my stamina is good. But what I did wrong? That's what moved me to be a referee in the future. And I will I will I will go through it later.
1: No, that's that's so interesting, and I and I want to touch on that later. But before we do that, you mentioned the word humble now sometimes in sports we are always watching the winners we don't necessarily realize what it took to become a winner and when you said humble for me that made me think of so many things regarding you know the roller coaster we go on as as athletes as coaches tell me more about your your learning process when you lose and you go away and you ask why you lost what then Goes through your mind to fix it. Do you change something like your training or your nutrition or your rest? How do you do that?
2: Sure, for sure. I I go back through the fight. I I love always to see my fights again and again. Uh, From the day, like first day after I finish the fight, if I lose, I just go through the video, I see what I did wrong in that case, and I work on it directly. For example, if my defense that day wasn't good, i just focus on difference to make it perfect for the next time such as if my stamina I go like go for the third round in a bad way i just focus on that stamina if i got for example a kind of kick and it, it didn't help me to continue my round i just try my heart to go to the hospital directly and fix that situation then i go back this is what, what kind of things that i do at usual
1: That's excellent. And again, it's so interesting to hear uh, the importance of mindset and something here in the UAE, which is resurfacing with men and women, but especially men, is mental health and starting to open up about it. How important is it as an ambassador like yourself uh, to be able to support this
0: cause?
2: Mindset is something very, very important. You have to reset your mindset to be honest all the time like when you go through like fights it's it task or necessary to have kind of mindset to continue the rounds in the end because you will be under pressure which is with a person who doesn't want to win only you want to kill you in the end of the day like you he, he, he work hard as much as yours but uh, to reset your mind is the most important thing for me to reset my mind it's about kids I love being with kids, especially my daughter. Maria is something that can reset my mind all the time. Sometimes I forget myself and being like her, acting like her. She is just two years old, but it's, it's something reset your mind. And before even I had her, I used to be with my nephews, who they, uh, I'm sure that they learn how to fight by playing with them all the time. You know,
1: so, that, that's so interesting. I, I'm very interested. I was going to ask you, you know, actually yeah. you, you got the question perfect because I was going to ask you how do you reset your mind every day with Maria um, who by the way my wife is also called Maria so it's a, it's a nice oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> with Maria <Yeah>. um, <laughs> when you when you spend time with with your daughter and everything does that completely allow you to just reset everything in your head and just focus on the family and then go back to competition or how do you do that normally
2: uh, to be honest, like when I take her with me, uh, I stay with her for, first of all and forget everything about training, about fighting, about mixed martial art. I forget everything. But when I have my friends or I have uh, trainees that I, I have to coaching them, she's with us. Most of the time she's playing around us mm-hmm. and she likes what we do. To be honest, I have a lot of people who they are starting, like when they start kicking on a punching bag they are hearing her laughing all the time and they say coach what is happening here like when i kick the punching bag she starts laughing i, I told them like one of them i told them, you have to break your legs then she was stopped laughing because she loved this kind of thing she see it every day in my house and our gym
1: <laughs> do you do you think uh, uh Haytham, do you think that she might follow your footsteps and become a champion or will you say maria no I don't want you to go through what I go through how, how would that happen for you
2: she has to she hey. has to go through that yeah she has to go through that, <laughs> that because from now she loves it okay yes. and I, I start teaching her even if she is t- two years old I start teaching her and most of our videos I like to capture the way that when she moves her hand like if she's doing jab and cross as a boxing I capture this picture and I send it to her mother I say look your daughter is actually an ex-champion you know it's not a good idea say, no she is by herself I don't
1: tell that I capture that video <laughs> yeah. no, that's that's amazing it's nice also that I think maybe your teammates and your fellow fighters and your gym when they see her in the um, dojo with you or in the gym with you they must feel a sense of happiness as well that's true
2: that's
1: totally amazing, amazing amazing that made me happy hey Tamami mean, look at me I'm smiling ear to ear already
2: <laughs> I, I do
0: we need, to, uh,
1: we need to talk about something else coming up after the break. I'm going to talk to Hetem Azarouni about um, being a certified coach and a referee. Now, not many people do both. And this is why I'm very interested to pick his brain on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
0: This is it's the Halftime day. Show with Omar Maduri on, on Pulse 95. 95. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. It's
1: time! Welcome back to The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. What a show I've had for you today. It's, it's an honour to have this gentleman on the show. Haytham uh, Azarouni is on the show and he's someone that... Um, you know, not only as a world champion, but also as a family man, as we discovered on the show. And if you're just tuning in, you can catch us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and ngami Just type in the halftime show with Omar Dury, and you can catch his interview. Very, very interesting insight on the power of mindset in mixed martial arts, but also as a family man. And one of the things I wanted to pick his brain on, let's say, for example, in football, most footballers don't become referees. No one wants to do it. This gentleman here is not only a certified coach, but a certified referee. Haytham, in other sports, people just say, no, I don't want to get involved in refereeing. But does being qualified as a referee help you understand the sport better as a specialist and vice versa?
2: Yeah, to be honest with you, I joined my first referees program to answer the question why I lost my fight, even by being better than him. So I wanted to know all the details of points, especially the points, and how the referees think, such as the judges around the ring, to win my future fight. Not only by being strong, but also by being smart and focused on what referees want to see. So to answer your question, yes, being qualified helped me to understand the sport better as a referee. Because many referees, if you go back, I'm talking about my sport, if you go back to their background, you will find out like, Uh, they are not doing this kind of sport before and some of them they are totally out of the sport but they like to be involved in this kind of programs and be a referee in the end but in my case because I'm a fighter in the beginning of the day it's helped me a lot as an advantage Uh, I would be a referee yeah which helped me to feel like feel more about other fighters if in the ring especially if they felt something wrong if they got fine or kick i know it's a real fine and they have to break i have to stop this fight or i have to have a break for him also on the other hand i know who's cheating in the fight in the ring because for example if he wants to risk and he doesn't have that much good stamina he would start throwing for example his mouth guard to let me break that fight but i will know because i'm a fighter at the end of the day But my situation about fighting is, uh, by being a referee in the ring, also, sometimes I see something like it's not that much good from the fighter. And I want to tell him, like, don't do this.
1: Ah, You want to coach him?
2: Yeah, but I cannot, because I'm a referee, it's not allowed.
1: (laughs) That's so interesting. You know, I I never thought of that. There's a few things you said there which I really like. One thing, the fact that you're refereeing, but you're still an active athlete, allows you to use that to your advantage to study certain things. And also, because you're um, an athlete and a referee, you understand when someone is using tactics. For those people who are listening who aren't aware of the sport or even some of the things, as um, Captain Haytham was saying, when they spit their mouth guard out, it's to kind of waste more time to get their energy back. And so he understands exactly the scope of how to say this person is wasting time this person is tired but also yeah. really really interesting which i've never heard before when you want to actually coach them <laughs>
2: but you can't <laughs> yeah but as the ring i cannot do anything it's not allowed so yeah. because because i can see they are for example amateur but they do something wrong and if somebody did something good I also I'm not allowed as a referee to tell him like you did something grow and yeah. I like I, I sometimes I feel like to do a high five with him but I cannot. <laughs> I'm a referee. I'm a referee today. So
1: do you ever speak to the fighters um after after the fight is done? Do you ever speak Yeah to them?
2: yeah 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 for sure for sure talking like but first of all I have to talk with their coaches. Okay. As a referee, yeah. the, the coaches must be there also and and the end of the day he finished his fight. For example, he got the, the golden medal. It's a good thing. I will say I'm a pro congregation and everything, but sometimes if he did something wrong, I went to him and say, hi, coach. i said, say, no, I'm not, not today, I'm referee. But yeah. if he did something <laughs> wrong, you have to focus on that. Okay. <laughs>
1: no, that's that's so interesting. I, I feel like if I was in the ring and you were my referee, and let's say, for example, I won or I lost, I feel if you approached me and said, by the way, Amar, listen, when you were uh, throwing your cross, your left hand dropped a little bit. I feel I would want to take notes. You know, I'd be okay, listen, that's great. Yeah, uh, what else? Yeah. But it also, it builds a relationship with the fighters.
2: Sure, sure, I always take like, a picture with them, to be honest, like, yeah. always. After the fight I'm a referee or coach or even a champion. I like to, to take pictures with them and keep it for memories. I don't stay with them all relationship because in the end of the day, this is what will stay with you, not the ring, the people who they are with you at that ring.
1: Yes, absolutely. I I have, I have also something else now that asking you this question, it put a light bulb in my head. Has there been a time where you've refereed the fighter and then you've had to fight against him later?
2: Maybe one of them. Mm. No, 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 not really. Not really. No. Okay. Didn't happen with me. No.
1: Okay. You see, you're giving me all them, these ideas.
2: I, it, yeah, I can see. But training with them, yeah. So one okay. day, one time, one time, I was in Jordan as a referee, also. I was in Jordan and uh, I was in their fights. And two people, they are really, really good champions from Jordan. And uh, I was a referee in their fight. After one day, I went to their club working out with them. They say, yesterday was a referee and I lost. I say, yeah, you lost because you were not good. It's not my point, but come with <laughs> spar with me and we will show you your point, which bad, was bad in the ring. Yeah. And we had a sparring after the fight. Yeah. So it's kind of thing, but I didn't like fight with them.
1: Mm. I, I think it's also nice that you continue to learn and you continue to educate. Now, this is another thing, the last thing, a point before we take a break. Being an, an, a world champion as an athlete, being a certified ref, and being a certified coach, which one do you prefer in which order?
2: Uh, mother, mother. <laughs> Proper. <laughs> Properly, athlete, being a champion, being an athlete, because everything is about him. Referee is there for his safety, coach is there to let him be better fighter, so it's all about him. And right. the end of the day, such as being an athlete means that you will stay young. Forever, and by practicing your sport every day and chasing your your dreams that never end. But that doesn't mean that I don't love being coach because I like to see my result and yes. people yes. who I teach and see myself in them also. Such as make them reach their goals by taking the shortcut. It's not like me, for example. Take try this if it is good, I stay with it. If it's not, I change it. But I, I just give them the brief that to, to make it short for them as a referee yeah i love it but as i told you i cannot tell the fighters what they have to do in the ring mm. this kind it, of
1: thing yeah it, it's so interesting the three different perspectives the athlete the referee the coach there's so many different things that you know it's it's not often common in the sports world you know being in sports obviously for over 15 years i've seen a lot of athletes i've seen a lot of coaches a lot of referees but having them all in one that's very interesting i salute you my brother that that's so impressive <laughs> Um, coming up next, we talk to Haytham about his message to the youth, how we can follow him, and what his goals are after COVID-19. On the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
0: This is the Halftime Show with Omar that, Adouri. On. Oh, on. Oh, 95. 95. 95. oh, he loves to fire the- This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike!
1: Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. If you're just tuning in, where have you been? It's been a great show. I'm delighted to have my guest, Haytan Hazarouni, on the show. And not only that, he's given us very, very interesting insight on being an athlete, being a ref, being a coach, being a father as well. So it's a lot of different things I like here. One of the things that came to mind as we were taking this break was the youth now growing up in this generation uh, Hate them is something that, you know, uh, I know I'm sure as a professional you feel responsible for. Um, what would you like to see more of in our society uh, with our youth?
2: I would love to see more of self-motivated in our youth people. And don't depend on being around people who they love what they are doing to be successful. I say that because in my case, I used to hide from my mom, for example, that I'm going to fight most of the time because she simply didn't like what I'm doing. And she didn't like like fighting and this kind of stuff. So it was all about stop what I'm doing. She's asking me all the time, stop of what you are doing. You're coming with a break notes. You are coming with the, a lot of pains. So stop doing what you are doing. So, but I put in my mind that in the end of the day, I will do what I do, but I will change the idea in her mind, like till I become as a coach or referee or a champion, the end. and then people will ask her if, if that person is your son. This is what I put in my mind. So what I'm asking them, just have self motivated Don't ask yourself to go with somebody to the gym, and if he didn't go, he will not go. Don't ask yourself like, okay, I will find a partner to go to the, to, to the ring with. Maybe that partner will go somewhere else. Maybe he will fight you in the end of the championship Mm -hmm. so depend on yourself as self-motivated about for example if we talk about the school uh, also the the society just uh, it's not about uh, being in fighting sports it's about uh, valiance and uh, about uh, dangerous because most of coaches if they are good coaches they will teach your kids ethics first of all before even the simple and basic techniques they will teach you the ethics and this is what the parents are looking for ethics and their kids and if we talk about the school they are doing a good job now uh, like most uh, not most some all the schools teaching the kids uh, and giving them classes of martial arts and this kind of things if, if this was for me and for now I will not ask for anything else
1: but see that's again I think also you set the you set the trail for people to be able to open their mind because you said that um, your mother for example you know obviously for health and safety every mother and now you obviously you're a parent you understand as well health and safety for the kids but what I like is um, how did you get away from still doing what you love and trying to change the thought process on mixed martial arts here in the UAE here in Sharjah?
2: I... For example, if I put in my mind that I will go for a champion, as I mentioned, I didn't plan, I don't tell my friends even. He, and uh, like when I finish that championship, if I won lose or lose, I, I give them the feedback. And from their side, they just publish it. Look, okay, I won that fight. Okay, he became a coach. He he became a referee. This is something that like they became proud of and they published it and this is what changed the the mindset of the society or the people who they are around me that's what i did
1: that's really interesting also i really like the message you said in terms of the youth i think being accountable being responsible for your own training and just being self-motivated it's nice to see someone you know out of charge out of the uae encouraging Schools and society to be able to hold yourself accountable, be responsible for that. Now, obviously, in 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 2019 2020, we were hit with COVID 19. I don't like to spend too much time talking about it because I think everyone's already spoken about it. But yeah. one thing I want to say after this now: Do you have any goals for the rest of 2020?
2: For sure, because COVID 19 stopped a lot of people of continuing their goals through. For- but at the same time, it helps some of them to refresh their goals and future targets. In my case, I would love to continue doing what I love by going back for training with other champions to get ready for future competitions, such as coaching people without Corona headache and restricted. This is the kind of thing that I will, I would love to go back after COVID-19.
1: Inshallah, Inshallah, you do, and we. I know you normally like to go focus and come back but inshallah hopefully when the studios are open we'll have you back in the halftime show telling us about your new championship in the rest of the 2020 I hope so inshallah we, we pray for you yeah. before I let you go them I need to thank you for taking the time out to speak to us uh, you've been a, a wonderful guest on the show where can um, our followers follow you where can we find out about your information and how can we
2: stay tuned to your news you can follow me on most of popular social media groups like Instagram I love Instagram. My account is Haytham.alzarouni or Facebook. Also, I have similar account, Haytham.alzarouni, but I put number one. I don't know who took Haytham.alzarouni account. (laughs) name. Like, it's my name.
1: (laughs) Whoever took Haytham.alzarouni number one, contact us on the halftime show. You don't know he's a champion. I would not take his name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have to find out. That doesn't matter. Maybe he wants to sell it to me later. <laughs> Such as my YouTube channel, which I try to get more free time to work on it. Um, so, and so on.
1: fantastic. Um Haytham, again. It's been a, it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much for taking time to speak to us. Uh, remember guys, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, three to four on Pulse 95. The halftime show has now reached full time. It is over. Remember, you can catch the podcast. We will link um, Haytham's uh, profile as well to the podcast so you can follow him as well uh, on the Halftime Show. Haytham, it's been an honor.
0: This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.